inspire. As a young person, you don't really have the facilities to see the city in its full essence. But with my job, I've been lucky enough to see parts of the city that I didn't even really know were there. Here's your host, Kristen Balboni. Welcome to the Inspire podcast presented by Atrium Health. This is a brand new podcast series for Panthers fans that highlights admirable women across the Carolinas as they share stories and lessons from their lives and careers. I'm Kristen Balboni, the Panthers team reporter, and today I am joined by Symphony Weber, reporter and photographer at Axios Charlotte. Symphony, it is great to see you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for having me, Kristen. I really appreciate it. And, you know, we're asking all of our guests for the Inspire podcast since this is Panthers related. What is, I know you're here in Charlotte reporting for Axios, but what is your connection to the city and do you have a connection to the Panthers? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm proud to call Charlotte home. I am one of the, I guess now I'm one of the rare Charlotteans, native Charlotteans. No kidding. That's bragging rights. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm very proud to to drop that in conversations, you know, Um, but Charlotte has become such a melting pot and people are from all over the place, which is wonderful for the city. Um, But the Panthers have been my team from the get-go. I have been, you know, indoctrinated with, you know, Panthers cheerleader uniforms and all of the paraphernalia from a very young age. So that is my connection. Love it. Love it. Just uh, from the beginning and OG. I absolutely love that. Now I have to ask you about growing up here and now working here. So I grew up in a small town in North Carolina and I really had to move around to find the opportunities that I thought fit me and where I wanted to go. So I went to Connecticut and LA and Chicago and finally got to come back home to North Carolina and working for the team that I also grew up loving. But what's it like to grow up in a city, A, see it change and B, get to work in that city in a pretty awesome job? Oh my gosh, it is honestly a dream come true. I will say that as a young person, you don't really have the, I guess, uh, facilities to kind of see the city in its full essence. You know, you kind of have this routine of maybe going to high school or going to like, you know, the Chick-fil-A, like you kind of go to like your routine spots. But with my job, I've been lucky enough to see parts of the city that I didn't even really know were there. Um, And I've had the opportunity to visit so many wonderful businesses and try amazing food. And it really has been an eye-opening experience and it's made me fall in love with my city all over again. I'd love to hear that. It is such a great place, so diverse and with so much going on and you do get to see a lot of it. So can you give us all a sense of what it means to be both a reporter and a photographer at Axios Charlotte and and what kind of your role looks like? Absolutely. So if we're getting technical, I'm the things to do reporter. So I cover all things um, like events, restaurant openings, food, drink, more lifestyle. Fun. Um, so things to do, you get to go do the things and then report on them, right? That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like for one assignment, I did a how to spend a day at the White Water Center and I brought my computer and I was able to kind of walk around and navigate the facility and just check out all that it had to offer. And it was a wonderful project to be able to do. So my days vary depending on what I'm covering, but it's always an adventure and I'm always so excited to, you know, hit the ground running and try something new, you know? I would love to know a little bit about your path to getting to where you are. And, you know, you are, you don't mind me saying, very young and very accomplished already. You were just about to turn 24, you were telling me, and you already have this career that I think a lot of people, you know, I I come from a journalism background as well. You would go, gosh, that's awesome at that age to be 23 and to be able to do what you do. So how did you get to this? 
Well, first of all, thank you so much. I really appreciate you saying that. I graduated from Duke um, in 2019, and I got my degree in visual and media studies. So I've always been kind of intrigued in media and how it impacts our society. And post-grad, I really wanted to cultivate my writing skills. Mm. And so after, um, you know, kind of going through the job search and trying to figure out if, you know, opportunities were going to take me outside of the state or to the West Coast or up north, um, I you know, came across an opportunity with then Charlotte Agenda. And it was, you know, the position now, things to do. And it entailed, you know, getting out there, which I actually was a homebody. So I was kind of excited to get out of my comfort zone and try new things and go across the city. Um, So I came across the opportunity. I did, you know, my working interview at the time because that was at the height of the pandemic. I was actually a pandemic hire. And so after a couple of weeks of um, being put to the test and um, doing some working assignments, I was onboarded. And I was so grateful because because it allowed me to um, cultivate my writing skills and also take pictures of the spots that I was visiting. And I actually have like a lot of, um, a fair amount of creative freedom, which is a great thing. And I'm really grateful for it. I also, so a couple of things that you said, I went to UNC, but I have, as I've, as I've gotten, you know, a little further away from it, I, Duke is such an amazing school, as long as it's not the two times a year that we're playing in basketball, right? (laughs) Of course, that's just. I can say the same for UNC too. Yeah. Uh, that's that's absolutely incredible. But you said you were a pandemic hire. I was as well for the Panthers. So I started last April and started from home. So I was also, I know a little bit about what you're saying where you're like, okay, how, how does this work? How can I adjust this job? But I am curious, how does one adjust the things to do um, reporter role when there's a pandemic? What did you start out working on? Oh my gosh. Well, it's very ironic that you said that because it was difficult in the beginning because I wanted to, me and my supervisor wanted to err on the side of caution when recommending events and activities for people. So in the beginning, um, I ended up, you know, including a lot of virtual events, a lot of things that were on Zoom or things that could be done from home. Mm. And there were a few, like maybe outdoor yoga classes that I would include where, you know, the mats were socially distanced and also, you know, of course people were outdoors. So things like that. But it was very tricky in the beginning. Beginning um, to be a things to do reporter when there weren't many things to do in the height of a pandemic. Um, so yeah, it was an adjustment. So Symphony, something that I learned starting in a in the pandemic role was just you know our jobs are not made to be done through a computer, and of course that's a small issue compared to what was going on in the world. And I know we're incredibly grateful to have those positions, but I found that as things started to get a little bit more back to normal, we have somewhat of a sense of normalcy now. Of course, following NFL protocols, I'd forgotten how easy it was, how much more fun it was to just oh I'm going to interview someone and we're socially distanced and there's no you know Wi-Fi cutting out, there's no um, can you be there at this time? Did you hear what I said type of a thing? Did you find that 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 experience in the pandemic with starting this role as a things to do reporter has now made the transition back to the normal role um, much easier and enjoyable because you went through this onboarding process where things were not as normal? So I would say absolutely. Um, in recent months, events have been um, abundant. Like there have been so many to include in the planners. And I almost have to curate it down to maybe 30-ish max because people are excited to get back outside and do things and be with people again. And it's a very exciting thing to see um, having started when events weren't as prevalent. Yeah. So absolutely. So now that your job 
is so much, you know, you're out all the time. You're doing all of these events. And as you said, you're a homebody. I'm interested to know how, and I love asking this question to, to other people in our industry. How do you unwind or protect your your space, your time, um, so that you can kind of recharge your batteries and be ready for the next event? Because I imagine your schedule, you're going, 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 and you got to be on and you got to take notes and you got to talk to everyone, which is incredible. But I assume that there has to be some sort of a delineation between, okay, whew, all right, I'm home, I'm going to recharge and then get ready and excited for the next event. Well, um, the industry is very fast paced. So there is a lot of, as I say, like ripping and running, you know, for a cool <laughs> I like people. that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. But for me, kind of winding down and even recharging looks like singing. I really enjoy singing. Mm. Honestly, like it, it's kind of like just me. It's not in front of anyone, but I love music. I love singing. Um, and I'm actually working through the um, Rolling Stones top 500 albums. Um, and I'm trying to listen to more music that I wouldn't typically come across. Um, but music and just kind of like laying on the couch or just having a snack and, you know, just taking a breather. Um, yeah. Well, if your name is Symphony, I imagine that does make you a little more predisposed to to music, right? But gosh, I guess you can sing. You also are a photographer. I just am so impressed by people that have more than one creative talent because we were talking for the Panthers. We were talking about Christian McCaffrey the other day and, you know, course great football player and went and played piano at this big benefit concert which I'm sure you've heard of yeah and it's like how about some talent for the rest of us I feel the same way about you symphony I'm like gosh photographer singer meanwhile I can't carry a tune in a bucket um (laughs) I want to ask you about photography as well though um what got you into photography was that also during your time at Duke did that start before and and how does that factor into to your day-to-day uh job well my passion for photography Photography actually started, I would say, back when I was in middle school. Mm. So I got my first um, DSLR camera, which is like a, a fancy kind of term, just saying those those professional cameras with the adjustable lenses. But, you know, I know working oh with God. our incredible photographers, but beyond that, I don't know anything. I know the term, and that's about it. <laughs> I would love to geek out with you about all things camera equipment and technology. So that that's for a later time. I'll put you in touch. I'll put you in touch with Brandon Todd, yes. our photographer. He's great. But my love for photography started in middle school. I got my first DSLR camera and I was just, I started off by taking pictures of like, you know, flowers and like plants and just, you know, everyday objects. And I, it kind of became like an extension of my right hand. Like I was just taking pictures of family events and of my friends. And just about every time that, you know, I had friends over, I was like, do you want to take pictures or do you want to make a video or anything in that kind of um, videography and photography kind of realm? I was like, do y'all want to like try this? And I've kind of stuck with it um, ever since. And in recent years, that's also one of my kind of like side hobbies. Um, and I'll just go out and take pictures maybe on the weekends of the skyline, or um, I might even text a friend who might not feel comfortable, like who might not think they can take pictures, but I'm like, oh, believe me, you can. And like one of the things that makes me so passionate is taking pictures of people in their essence and in ways that make them feel confident and comfortable. Because a lot of us might think, oh, I'm not like good in front of the camera. And I'm like, I'm sure you are like, just be yourself and I'm going to capture that. So that's what makes me so excited about 
about it now. There's nothing better than having a great friend who is a great photographer and supportive because now all your friends will have, you know, once they get comfortable, they're like, oh, I've got, you know, I've got this event or I need some headshots or I need, you know, I need a new profile pic. So that's that's awesome that you do that for your friends. Are people at this current point in your life, is that what you enjoy photographing most or is it scenics? Oh, at this point, it's definitely portrait photography. I love taking pictures of people. Um, and like I was, um, like I mentioned earlier, just capturing people in their essence and in ways that make them feel comfortable. That is what makes me excited, you know? And then for, for Axios, do you take your pictures for your articles? Is that how that works or do you do other photography? For the most part, um, we are taking our own pictures for our stories. Every now and then, if we can't make it to a spot, we will communicate in our um, Slack channels like, hey, does anyone have a photo from this venue? And then they'll send it over. So it's a little bit of a mixture between taking your own pictures and using like an archival kind of system mm-hmm. and you know, calling on your your coworkers. And, and for anyone who who doesn't know, the job description of being both a reporter and a photographer are two jobs that in their own right are very demanding and you have to be good at both and they require different things. So what's it like to be doing both of those um, for for a publication? Well, I think it's a wonderful thing because they actually go hand in hand um, and you can say a lot with a picture without any words. Mm-hmm. And so to have the story and then to, to pair it with these visuals to either get people enticed about this new food place that's coming up or to show the emotion. Um, like whenever Price's Chicken Coop closed, yeah. I brought my DSLR and I was trying to capture the line that wrapped around Camden Road and how people um, who were from Charlotte or people who had just moved to Charlotte, their stories and their connection to the spot and whether it was their first time or their 100th time, I was there capturing what those moments were like. And then to have the story to go along with it, it's a it's a great pairing, I think. I remember those photos and I didn't know that they were yours. So I'd followed, you know, formerly Charlotte Agenda and now Axios before I even moved to Charlotte, because of course we knew that we wanted to get back here and it's such a great way to stay connected. And I remember, of course, when prices closed, that's such a a big thing in the Charlotte, you know, collective mind that that all residents, I'm sure, knew about. And I did not realize that those were your pictures, but it gave me such a great sense of what it meant to the community beyond just me or my own personal experience. So I would say, you know, thank you for those photos. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. Yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of people feel like that. You're right about capturing the emotion in in certain events. Um, and it's not always a it's not always a happy emotion. You know, sometimes it's it's really sad. I thought you did a beautiful job with that. Thank you so much. I want to ask you about social media. I love asking fellow uh, reporters, people in our business about their approach to social media. And you are so young that you grew up with it where someone my age didn't necessarily entered our lives a little bit later. How do you feel about it? Because it is a part of our jobs in this industry. Do you enjoy it? Do you find yourself needing to take a break from it? What's your relationship like with social media? Well, I think that social media is inherently a good thing, even though there are some negatives that can come from it. I think that it does a wonderful job of connecting people and serving as an outlet for people, whether that's in a creative way or in a social way. Um, But I think it's a great tool that we can use um, if we use it wisely. Um, And for me, yeah, I do find myself needing to kind of take a step back and unplugging, but 
whenever it is time to kind of hop back on, whether it's for work or even just for personal purposes, like it's, it's a really like amazing kind of network to have. Well, yeah, it's like what we were just saying about Price's Chicken, which is maybe 20 years ago, we wouldn't know those things or it would get printed in the newspaper, right? Um, but to be able to to capture those emotions in real time and to share those things. And as you said, what a great network for us to stay connected, whether it is professionally with your work or whether it's personally or your awesome photos that I saw on your Instagram account. So you're right. It's inherently a good thing as long as we all or as long as I don't want to speak for everyone, but for myself, you know, you take some time away from it, just like I, you know, you do everything and then you can come back fresh and excited and remember why it is such a great thing. So I'm always interested to ask other reporters about how they balance something that is part of your job as well with still enjoying it and and remembering the good things about it. Symphony, thank you so much for your time. I know how busy you are, uh, but it was just such a pleasure to talk to you and to learn more about you and what you do and your journey. So thank you, thank you, thank you for the time. Thank you so much, Kristen. I really appreciate it.